Welcome back to Ready Player You. I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And we have a huge ordeal going today. We have a, a special guest coming online. We're going to get to an email real quick, and then we're going to introduce this guy and get him on the air and have him talk about uh, his song. So, uh, as tradition allows and dictates, we are going to crack our beer for the episode, and yes, cheers sir. cheers to our listeners and to each other. Let's kick it off. Okay, so we're going to pick one email from what we got in this week, and then we're going to save the rest for the end so we can get this guy on the line and go get through this email because there's a lot to cover on this. Uh, our email comes from Tim- Timothy, Timmy. Uh, it says... Here's a song that reminds me of my uncle Ronald. He was always there supporting me no matter how I acted. I would do anything to sit down and talk with him. Uh, there's a documentary that came out right before he passed. This this song was played on a documentary of Carrie Hart, the freestyle motorcycle rider. And I did some research on that, and it's called Good Times with Carrie Hart, produced by a guy named Johnny Vegas um, out of Nevada. Um the Carrie Hart is Pink's husband. Uh, father, he uh, Carrie Hart's a father to her baby, to their babies. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim says I found no information on the song, but I finally found it on this documentary and decided to share it. So what I did is I went and I found this video. Uh, I, I got I clicked on the link that he said, found the video on YouTube. Uh, started doing some homework, found out the guy who wrote the song lives in um, Nevada. And I forgot the town. I think it was called uh, Herbert, Nevada or something like that. It's not far from Vegas, I I don't think. And then I found out the guy owns a business, so I dialed the number and it went to voicemail. So I hung up the phone and shot a text message since it said it was a mobile number and described our podcast, told him what we're trying to do. About 20, 30 minutes goes by. I get a phone call and it's from a guy named uh, Sean Ely. And turns out he wrote that song. Uh, he has not a whole lot of computer experience, so he has friends that put the YouTube videos up for him, the Instagram and the Facebook accounts. And he started talking to me. I talked to him for a good 20, 30 minutes about the music and stuff like that. And he wanted to go ahead and hop on the air with us and describe the song and the motivation behind it. And uh, yeah, I figured no, we could awesome. give him a call right now and see. Yeah, and he sent me uh, the link. I listened uh, to the song and... Uh, it was really good, really well done. Uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. So, well, let's get him on the line and see if we can talk about it. Mike, brother, how you doing? Sean, how you doing, brother? I was just describing how the email went and everything like that. And uh, uh, the song that we were talking about that was in that YouTube video was, uh, I believe you said it was called Dream Chaser. Yes, that's correct. Yes, sir. And... Uh, that song, uh, here's the email. It says, uh, Timmy writes, This song reminds me of my Uncle Ronald. He was always there for me, supporting me no matter how I acted. I would do anything to sit down and talk with him. Uh, the documentary came out with Carrie Hart, uh, Pink's husband, right before my uncle yep. passed. And that song was playing in the documentary, and it reminded me of him, and it, it touched him deeply. So I got my buddy Matt on the line here. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Uh, no, we're glad to actually be able to talk to you. Uh, Mike sent me a link to um, the song with the, the video with the, all your uh, designs and the stuff uh, that you do. And, uh, you know, just like Tim, uh, I know the song did touch me. Um, I don't know the background behind the song, but 
uh, with me when I listen to music. Uh, you know, certain uh, parts of the song can I can relate to it. So you know, it, I I really enjoyed uh, the song. I can hear you. I, I'm I'm hoping. So I'm on speaker in my living room, and I hope you can hear me clearly. No, uh, we can hear you great. Yeah. I I just forgot to turn the Wi-Fi off on my phone, so it it mumbled part of the audio there. I can clip that out and post. Okay. All right. Um. So what what was the motivation behind Dream Chaser? What what was the meaning and all that stuff? I know you said that, uh, when we talked and I first got a hold of you uh, that that it had uh, a lot of uh, motivation in it. Yeah. So uh, what's our new friend's name? Uh, Timmy. Uh, you mean you mean my Tim- co-host? Your co-host. Yeah. Yeah, that's Matt. Matt. Yeah. Matt. Okay. Uh, and then are, are we on the phone with? I'm I'm trying to like figure this out. Like I, I got you, I got you on uh, your Bluetoothing through the computer to our studio microphones. So it's just okay, us good. and you right now. Oh, cool, cool, yeah. So um, I was going through a hard. What's interesting is of a summary related to the lyrics and to the rhythm and to that. I wrote that actually when I was going through a hard time and. Uh, I was with a person. I'm not going to try to name names or put nobody down or nothing like that. But, no, no. Uh, um, I I got to be to the point where, uh, okay, so, yeah, you, I love it when I talk to you. You brought up so, so it, it's interesting because you bring up things from my past that I that I, I, I mean, it's very interesting. And I was going through a hard time, and uh, a couple of people I was I was thinking about at that time in my life, never let anybody take away your dream. And that was the actual thing. The first thing I scratched down on a piece of paper was never let anybody do that. And so um, at that point in time, uh, I had just gone through a divorce and I mean, I'll tell you whatever you want to, you know, all that. But, um, and, 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 and then I, and I thought after that, I thought, well, you know what? Never, never let nobody do that. Take some time and chase a dream or two. Never let anybody take that away from you. Do what you love, love what you do. Guess what? It'll make you feel brand new. So I scratched that down, mm. and so I, I, I was write poetry, and that's where it came from, stemming from a, like a turning a negative energy into a positive. Oh, you cut out there, turning a negative energy into a positive. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, that's exactly how I look at things too. That's yeah. that's a lot of motivation for me when I like. I don't know. I had some negative things happen in my life, so I started growing my hair out to donate it to kids with cancer, or I'll start, you know, giving back to the community, things like that, to try and if I see the joy in other people's lives, if I see them happy, that makes me feel like I did something positive to offset the negative that happened to me. They don't need to know about it; they just need to know that somebody was there. Absolutely, and sometimes uh, that's the only thing that they need to see. Like, uh, like one person can make a big difference. Exactly. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, You know, like, have you guys have that? For me, the way I kind of got the song is uh, there's a part of the song that's something about uh, you seeing someone, like, working with your hands or uh, something like that. And, um, I mean, for me, that was kind of like how, um, like, I used to look up to my dad before he passed. Um, You know, he was a, you know, hard worker. He never... Uh, denied us anything, even though we we're, you know, he was living in South Dakota and I was in California. And, um, no, he did taught me how to use the work with my hands. I know how to do log furniture. Um, and that's something I always looked up to. He's like, you know, just put distilled in me, you know, like the hard work ethic. And, you know, he, he never really put us down. He's always just so supportive. 
um, you know, and just always wanted the best for uh, all of his kids. So, I mean, that's what kind of how what I got from that song. Yeah, and so I've written a lot, and, and I write a lot, like, all the time. Um, hold on, let me get my, my, uh, my wife to get uh, my... my uh, so I wrote a hold on. I'm writing this down right here while we're talking. <laughs> no worries. You take oh, your yeah. time, brother. You're the star. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're. Well, I was getting all excited just to get set up today. Can you get the leather book of poetry? It's in there. Um, so uh, at the same time that that time frame, and it's interesting that you bring that up because I always ha- I've always believed that if one person believes in you, you can, it, it does, it makes an impact. And sometimes you don't even know it. You have no idea. Um, well, so just, in, in, just about, like we were talking about, the other day about the positive yeah, influences. I, yeah. You, you bring up a lot of positive, uh, beautiful, beautiful memories. Like, like, um, so I'm, I'm, instead of artwork, I'm talking, um, sorry, instead of music, I'll tell, I'll tell you about artwork. So I've always airbrushed and this young guy was in there and he just looked at me and he was like, I want to, I want to do that. I want to paint on those pictures. I said, okay, well you can do it. And he goes, I, I'm going to practice. So I took my airbrush and I unscrewed it and I handed it to him. I go here, rolled it up, right? Hand it to him. Here you go. Practice all you can do it. And he's, and then I'm talking 20 years later, I was at a show. I was doing a show. He, he came up to me and he goes, you know what? I'm an airbrush artist. And you probably don't remember me, but the reason I am is because you handed me an airbrush one time. I go, oh my gosh, I do remember you. <laughs> Holy that, that cow! Awesome. <laughs> yeah, you you threw a positive rock into the water, and those waves came back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was like, it was uh, amazing. Uh, like the way he he talked to me. He was man, I'm telling you. And I and we we got to spend some time together. And of course, you know, we all we all cross paths in life and it was really amazing that he uh came back and to tell me that that was to me that was a beautiful thing i love hearing stories like that yeah 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 definitely like you know you do you know something uh you know good for somebody and then no years later though they'll remember you for like oh you did this for me even it's like could be the the smallest thing uh you know that always makes a big impact on people's lives oh yeah absolutely um you walk away from the situation and go on all I did was ham and airbrush, and I talked to him for like, I don't know, just like maybe five minutes, and said, "You can do it." He was just a young kid, maybe I don't know, ten years old. He's like, and I thought, you know, do it. And then, you know, fifteen, twenty years later, he came up to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you, if you could only be in his mindset at that time, he saw something you did and was like, "Wow, how does one person do that?" Decides to get the courage to talk to you. You said something positive to him, gave him a little tiny bit of push of influence in the positive direction, and it just took him in a direction he didn't even know existed. Right. And so I don't know if he's still, you know, I haven't got to speak to him again, but I mean, hopefully, I pray I pray that, you know, he is, but I mean, yeah, everybody has their own path. You know? Oh, yeah, I'm exactly. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I've, I've never had a job and I've done artwork all my life. Artwork, music. Um, so... Uh, so speaking about music, um, so what influenced you to do music in uh, your type of uh, art that you do? Okay, so I, so I've drawn um, since I was a child, and I've 
I've actually written poetry since I was five years old. And I, I had this little book and I've kept it my whole life. I still have it today. I, it's, it's, wow. in there. it's little, it's simple, little, I don't know, naive, the uh, childlike poetry, but hey, um, sometimes but, simple but, does it. Yes. <laughs> love in your heart. Isn't put there to stay. Love isn't love till you give it away. It's only two Ooh, lines, but that's good. That's a uh, that's that's haiku. almost a haiku. <laughs> yeah, I remember that from like fifth grade haiku yeah, yeah. poems. Yeah, that was that's Japanese, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Holy cow! I just went back to the fourth grade and shit right now. Oh yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> or junior high or something. Something. Yeah. I well, my memories are fuzzy. I did a lot of oh, herb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, we uh, we uh, I had trouble. I got a hold of Johnny Vegas, um, yeah, uh, miraculously. Yeah, I, I sent him a very lengthy email describing that I'm not full of shit and that I actually talked to you and trying to uh, convince him to give me a digital copy of your your. You had actually a one hit wonder song that hit the radio stations in the '90s, and I believe you told me it was called Midnight Sky. Yes, that's. That's correct, yeah, yeah. And I did everything I could possibly do to get a hold of this song. It has been very well kept, which is hard to do uh, from getting it online because just about everything is online these days. But these songs were recorded before you know YouTube and all the access was as easy to get a hold of as it is now. Um, but he emailed me back and said I'd have to get a hold of you. And so I was thinking if you're up for it, we could do a whole episode with you and your albums once. If I have to buy them off you, fine. That'd be great because then I can say I own a piece of history and, and music history. And then I can digitize them, put them on my phone or the computer, and then we can do a whole episode on your albums if you want or talk about anything you want. Yeah, so um, I, I, I did find a friend that could burn an album and then I'll, I'll, I'll mail it to you. I would love for you to like listen to the album and I'll send you all the lyrics so that you can like, you know, um, we did rock and roll, but it wasn't like, like heavy, heavy. So you can hear clearly exactly what we were um, talking about. No, that's but great. I was, Cause I listened to, we, well, me and Matt, we listened to everything from, we're really eclectic when it comes yeah, to music. That's we, a, that's a $20 word. I like that. Um, it's almost a 50. <laughs> Ooh, $50. I could use $50. Uh, so we, you, we listen to everything from, uh, uh, Mariachi music, all the way to heavy metal, all the way to uh, you country, know, country reggae. to reggae. Yeah, we listen to everything. There's mm -hmm. not too much we don't listen to, and so we're, I guess, well rounded, well versed yeah. in yeah, in definitely. the ways of music that we appreciate. Yeah. Uh, speaking of one hit wonders, um, we are doing this episode on the '90s one hit wonders. Uh, what's one of your favorite? Uh, one hit wonders from the nineties. Yeah. So, um, and it's interesting after talking with you guys, uh, dream chaser. Well, uh, let me, let me rewind. So the one that actually got on the radio was, uh, midnight sky. That is the one that you just brought up a moment ago. Yes, sir. And it, it was only in a network of stations that were here in Nevada, Arizona, California. And it only was on there for like, a month or a month and a half, you know. And that's more than and, most uh, people can say. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, we were playing music at the Hard Rock every year. We Huntridge, um, we played. Oh my gosh! I think you the, said uh, House of Blues. Okay, so that not that. So now you got my. See, every time I talk to you, you get my mind. <laughs> re <re> <laughs> All this stuff. Um, so yeah, okay. So I'll talk about House of Blues that night. So we were out there playing and Hemlock. These guys are like big as can be. 
Um, I'm ADHD, so my mind races every direction. I'm sorry. I got I got a little bit of something. I don't know if it's OCD or if it's I don't know what it is, but I got the memory of a chicken, and I and I do three projects at once. So I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm definitely the same <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, trying multitask like five different things at one time, but still focusing on all of them, giving them the same, so that not one is getting less uh, yeah. attention. And then that's when everything's just jumbled. And uh, Oh, yeah, that's screwed. the beauty of having our own shows. We can we can go, well, one of our mottos is we go off the cuff. Yeah. You know, we don't prepare. We just kind of get at it and have a good time. Yeah, I love it. That's beautiful. I, um, yeah, so uh, we, we were talking about House of Blues. So that yes, night, sir. everybody played, everybody did their show. And I was backstage uh, and at that time. Uh, Johnny Popper um, was back there. You know, Blues Travelers. Everybody knows the name. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy yes, shit, yes. that's right. You did mention yes. him the other day. Yeah, so and you brought that memory up, and I love it because that Friday night, we everybody did their thing, and then, then Saturday night, uh, everybody did it again, and then I was like, I was going to leave, and the Blues Travelers guys like, hey, you know, come backstage. I'm like, Okay, come back. Like I went back there, and we got to talking and just hanging out. And Johnny Popper is probably one of the most phenomenal harmonica players in the world. You know? Yeah, he's legendarily yes, known yeah, for it. Yeah, you can tell from the songs. It's so, it's great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. And uh, so so we're talking, and then I go, man, I, I'm I'm gonna try that. I did a couple little riffs on it. You know, like playing around so now now i do play harmonica in different bands um now uh but so that night before the end of the night he goes hey before you leave hold on and he used to wear these he used to wear these like fishing gear with harmonicas in it yes yeah yeah i've never seen those in uh, some of the videos so he he pulled one out and he hands it to me he goes try a sea heart i go okay so I, he gave it to me and i went home with it he airbrushed so you I, <laughs> he gave you an airbrush gun. There you go. Yeah, that's another part. <laughs> Holy shit, he did it. He did it to you too. Yeah, that's great. That that wave came back yeah. to you from the friggin' blues traveler. Holy shit, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I just love the communication and the and the love, and I try to return it. I try to like be genuine and and, and honest about like I will I will try that. And now I actually do play harmonica, and and I do that. So I kept that harmonica for over 24 years. I told you I'm old, right? No, no, you're not old. No, no not at all. <laughs> so, um, so get this. So my little nephew. Um, now you got me rambling. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. So my little <laughs> nephew. <laughs> so my little nephew uh, turned 12, right? And uh -huh. we're at a birthday party. And so the week before, he was up at my ranch. And I was playing harmonica, and he was just like to totally inter entertained with it. He's like, "Oh my gosh!" So I took that same harmonica that Johnny Popper gave me, uh -huh. and on his birthday, I said, "I'm giving you this because you like the you said you like it. I'm gonna give you this." And I said, "When you're a teenager, I'm gonna tell you a story." Oh yeah. And I said, "Yep." So he has it now, and and I told my sister, I said, "Tell him, you know, take care of this, please." Because uh, when he's a teenager, I'm, he's gonna, you know, now you can Google it. I go, that's that's where that came from. He's gonna be like, no way. <laughs> that's awesome. So if you had to pick a, a one-hit wonder of the '90s that you liked, would it be, you know, Blues Traveler? Because he wasn't exactly a one-hit wonder. He had a few hits, but no. Um, actually, I was um, uh, Run Around. 
run around another uh big hit yeah. both those were in 95 yeah he had and a few hooked. hits hook and run yeah. around yeah he yeah, had those, a couple hits so i can't say he was a one-hit wonder no but he's well, definitely a, a legendary influence. Well, we we will probably play his song uh, sometime this episode. Uh, just just for just you, to, yeah, just definitely, just because you got some from the an actual blues traveler. That would be awesome. Yeah, uh, we hung out, and they're they're all like super cool guys. I mean, it was it was a it was a great time. Seriously, it was a wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, very. I- I, I can't wait to hear so much more. I want to do a whole episode with you if you're down for it. Yeah, now you got me. I'm digging out my old CD. I produced three. <laughs> but the yeah. One, but the one that really... The band you were in, it was, it was called Dripline? Yes, that's... Yes. Okay. I, I, I'm going through my notes here right now just to... Just to no, uh, keep keep a, keep a few things on tab here. That way, uh, uh, since we got you on the line, I, I want to I wanna promote you. I want to find out everything I can. Well, at least for what time we have. No, I'm fine. I mean, it's up to you guys. I'm I'm just I'm done for the day. I'm I'm at the ranch, and when I'm at the ranch, I'm out. I'm out in the desert. There's no cars going by. There's no noise. I'm just oh, my that's my relaxation awesome. station. My relaxation station. <laughs> You're living the dream, brother. You're living the dream. Well, and and back then, you know, I bought this when I was 24, and I thought I just love being out here. So I have a now I live here, so it, uh, now I have a shop on my property for airbrush. I know we're talking about music, but music. Uh, no, you say whatever you want, dude. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah, so I have a shop on my property where I still do airbrush, and so and you've seen the artwork online, the the things I do. Oh yeah, the yeah. welding helmets, the everything. No, I was remembering you were saying um, that documentary that Carrie Hart has that song in uh, Dream Chaser that Pennywise was supposed to play that song. No, that's my song. Uh, so, all right. So I was talking to Johnny Vegas yesterday after you contacted us. And so Pennywise had a different song and it was a little faster. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't know all the details of the issue why they pulled out, but Pennywise wanted a different number. And. Like money wise, money to they to money. cover your song. No, no, no. I, I I wouldn't let. I mean, now I would probably, but yeah. Back then, I said um, to Johnny, I go. So Pennywise wanted more money to actually be part of it. You know that thing. Oh, be part of the documentary. And, okay. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I've always made my money. I I made some money doing uh, music, but and 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 like when when I would play the hard rock, I would make a little bit of money. And we we'd play it every year, but I didn't make that much. My artwork um, paid the bills. I I was doing very well, and I'm still fine. I'm like it's it's great. So my point is they so they pulled out. They said no, we, we're taking our 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 song off. So they have no idea what this song is. They have no clue what this song is. And then Johnny Vegas, I went to school with Johnny Vegas, <laughs> and he called me. He says, hey, we need an opener. And he and he goes. I know the song you wrote, uh, "Dream Chaser." Yeah. Um, he goes. That will be like when the movie starts. And I go, "What do you want?" I go, "Johnny, just do it. Just take it." So I get, I handed it over. I didn't get a dime for it. I never have. Wow. Yeah. I had I had messaged uh, I had uh, messaged Timmy back about the email and the song and all that, and he said, "Yeah, I have a copy of that documentary." I said, are you kidding me? So that'd be great. Could I get a copy of it? I'd love to use, uh, you know, the the Midnight Sky song on on the episode that we're doing right now. 
and we weren't able to get uh, together so I could get the copy of the DVD and digitize the song so that we could use it. So it'll be an honorable mention in our one-hit wonders of the 90s until we do an episode with you where we can get the music prepared and do a full episode with yeah, you. Yeah, and talk more about uh, your actual discography. And, yeah, and uh, so when I messaged Timmy back about it, he goes, yeah, that song's at the, the Dream Chasers at the beginning of this documentary, and it has... Carrie Hart as a little boy with his dad and stuff like that. And yep. that reminded me, Timmy said that it reminded him of when he was raising his son and he was getting into uh, skate parks and dirt bikes and bicycle riding and stuff like that. And he it, it hits him so hard, not only because of his uncle, but because it came full circle for him to watch his boy grow. And that song comes on and he reminds him, him of his uncle his dad and him being a dad himself so there's oh, multi levels you've hit you've hit him pretty hard he he says it's hard to keep his composure because the song means so much to him i love that and I'm, any kind of art would you do if it, if it reaches somebody it's worth it um yes sir oh yes sir that's that's all i mean and all i've done in my whole life is artwork that's all i've done that's my whole like well it's 1980 <laughs> it's amazing stuff. You've made it into magazines. You've made yeah. it. Uh, you've played music. You you cook. You're you're uh, an artist. You're a poet. You just, I mean, you're a friggin' rock star, dude. I don't know how you do it, but it's it's a god given talent, and you're not wasting it. That's for damn sure. Well, it's a blessing, and I understand that. And what you said, the god given talent, I totally believe that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how religious. I'm I'm pretty know, religious. But... Matt's yeah. Matt's yeah, no, religious. No, he yeah, he I'm dabbles. <laughs> No, I, I I probably I mean I don't show it most of the time, but no, I am. I yeah, no, I, I grew up in church and everything. Um, and, you know, it's uh, you know, like everything. I mean, it, it's not a coincidence that Tim came across this, getting a hold of you, then you get and a he hold knows, of... and Tim knows me for like twenty plus years. Mm -hmm. He knows he's gonna give me one yeah. thread of a sweater, and I'm gonna start digging till I find the whole sweater. And now we're on. <laughs> now we're doing a, a show. Where you wrote a song in the '90s, you wrote a song that touched him, that changed his life. That I, I mean, it's 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 surreal. It, it's hard to believe we're sitting here talking to you right now because I grew up reading those trucking magazines that you did the artwork for, and I had no idea it was you. And now I'm talking to you. That's it's blowing my mind. Yeah, I grew Mike, up around, and Mike was so excited. He was like, "Dude, he just." Oh, I, Timmy sent an email. He called me. He's like, "No, I, we never <laughs> check the emails. Usually, we wait till at the end of the show." He's like, I don't know, some just I checked it, and so I emailed this guy, and we end up talking for half an hour, and now he's gonna be on the show. I'm like, holy crap, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it, it came out of nowhere. Normally, yeah, like I like Matt was saying, I don't, we don't read the episodes till uh, the emails to the end of the episode, so that if people write in, they have to hear the whole episode till they get to the end and be like, oh, okay, there, and that that kind of boosts our numbers, but it, it gives them an incentive to listen to the whole show to see if we answer their questions before we get to the emails, and then it kind of puts them on a little bit of a spotlight where they can hear our answers and they're a part of the show, and that's what we want to do is include people. Yeah. Well, that's that, – um, and networking and, like, you know, making a bond that, that everybody, every person uh, desires. That's a key thing. Yeah, like when I came yeah. up with the idea, I just, like, you know, we're talking about something, and if we couldn't think of it, you know, if you're in your car or whatever, you know, listening – you're yelling, oh, you dumbass, it's, you know, this, and, you know, you're yelling at us because we didn't know something. Because I, I go back and listen to our old episodes, 
And I hear something that, oh, I screwed. I think we're talking about, um, oh, was it uh, the uh, Bumblebee Girl? Yeah. And, and then begin, begin the song, I said, Butterfly Girl. Yeah. And then I'm listening to it at work. I'm like, you dumbass. It, I'm yelling at myself. Yeah. And this is a weekly. <laughs> and that, that was over a song by Blind Melon. Yeah, by Blind Melon. Yeah. You know, No Rain. No Rain. And yeah. so he corrected himself before the end of the song and all that. But yeah. And, and that's what we do is when we're listening to us, uh, a documentary or something or we're watching the simpsons or whatever yeah. and we yell at the tv it's like we're talking to the directors or something when we listen to the commentary and that's in turn what people end up doing to us so it's yeah it's it's pretty cool i like that we're watching jeopardy or something like yeah you know yelling out the answer and they get it wrong i'm like oh you dumbass how did you not yeah. know that yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> so it's, that's the kind of reaction uh, i i want to get from anyone that listens to uh, our episodes and stuff. yeah so the conversations that we're having with you sean the what we're sitting here talking about we were just sitting outside having a beer one day and he goes this could be the show and i'm like what like a seinfeld thing he goes no this is like what we're doing now this conversation this could be the show and i'm like i'm down i just got my taxes let's start buying equipment and and now we're sitting here doing a show with somebody who's done stuff that that we can only dream of doing this yep. is awesome i love it and i appreciate you being on here I, I can't wait to come back and do another episode with you yeah yeah definitely i would love it i mean it's interesting because i i'm uh, to be honest, I'm going through a, kind of a hard spot in my life, and um, I'm glad I'm getting better every single day because I I'm I'm not the one to give up, and I will not. Exactly. I, just a beautiful person that came into my life, and she is like, I don't know, she's awesome. Well, um, it's like uh, in that movie, Marlboro Man and the Harley Davidson, or uh, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. And I know I never when, watched it. Okay, well Don Johnson's in there and yeah. Mickey Rourke's in there and Don Johnson looks at him and he says, "Well, the right woman can make you and the wrong one can break you." <laughs> He's not wrong well, there. Uh, it's funny that you said it because recently the wrong one was uh I was with her and now oh, she's they'll gone do it. and uh it's a uh, yeah, she's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a the point in my life I was seeing a woman recently a few months back and her crazy finally came out and I said, "Peace, I'm out." And so now I'm talking with a different one. It's uh, she's just about you know having a good time, drinking a beer, have good conversation, and we're cool. That's awesome, yeah. So I'm right there with you, brother. It's like it, you know I, I I you know game recognize game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking about the one head wonder thing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah. I got a memory of a chicken. <laughs> yeah, mid- <laughs> midnight sky. My my friend Brian Smith played. Um, with us for a while. So he, he had a friend with a radio, and that's how he networked that. I don't know how many – I mean, he that's how that happened. But um, if if you want to know the, the real one-hit wonder, it would be Dream Chaser. Because I thought about this. I go, okay, so what what is – okay, so – Yeah, I would say song, so because that has affected more people I know than than the other one. And Yeah, and so the one who – I would say, you know, Dream Chaser because – the reason why is still being sold today. Really, all the songs is still being sold today because they sell it on Carrie Hart's uh, Life Story, uh, Good Times with Carrie Hart. Boom! So there it is. That's perfect. Oh wow! Then we will play the whole song and, as soon as we get off the phone. Since you've described it, we'll play the whole song and then we'll do a Blues Traveler song for you. Yeah, yeah. That, you know what? I was actually thinking instead of later later on. Uh, do a song and then definitely and then we'll jump into all the one hit wonders that yeah. that aren't selling music no more like oh yeah like anybody else but Sean's still selling this song and that's great and that that's perfect for the episode it's just you fit yeah. right in dude you know 
Yeah, and we really yeah. appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, you know, just BS with us. And yeah, dude, I, 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 mean, I this it's just real honor to you know some somebody that you know played in you know front of you no know, hundred people in Vegas play no performing in Vegas. I yeah, mean, exactly. It's I mean, just that's uh that's pretty awesome. I mean, the biggest thing I seen in Vegas was a one man show that the Undertaker did earlier this year. No, I was talking about. Um... My, you know, Brian Smith and you know, Hemlock, they're, they're touring and stuff. And so I got to hang out with those guys. I actually got to talk to Dad for a while, and I'm going to see him again before they go to Europe. They're going to Europe. And, and uh, like I said, I went through a thing, and I, I have a good girl in my life now. And and uh, they were like, if you want to go, you can go. And she's like, well, just go. But I go, you know what? I just want to – me and her have a new thing going, so I'm going to take care of that. But – yeah. Like I, I gave some thought into this, but the one wonder would be, it would be Dream Chaser because it's they're selling, that, they're still selling that. Anyways, I'll, 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 I'll I, I'm rambling now, but I thank you, for, thank you for letting me talk. No, man, I appreciate you, you uh, letting us interview you and talk to you for a little bit. We'll get, uh, I'll text you the address, and uh, and we'll get the, I'll get the music on the, or get the music on the way. I'll get it all converted to digital. I'll put it on on a setup to where we can uh, uh, talk some more, and then we'll play some songs and have you describe each song or whatever you want to do, or we could just play a, a little bit of each song and have you describe that album, whatever you want to do. Oh, that's too cool! I'm happy. Just just uh, text me and let me know. I'm I'm in, brother. You got it, man. I appreciate you being on the show, dude. Yes, yes. Thank you. You know, we appreciate it so much. This is uh, been uh, it's been awesome. So if I leave my phone on, can I listen? Or- yeah, well, once I record and put it online, it'll probably be closer to maybe 10 o'clock at night once I finish editing and we go through all our songs and stuff because I have to separate the audio to put it on YouTube for you. But I will also give you a link to the whole episode. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate right, thank it. Thank you. Have a great evening. All right, you too. too. Bye. Bye. Dude, how fucking cool was that? That is so freaking awesome. So you want to you wanna bring up... Let's bring up the Dream Chaser song then. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, definitely. Here, take uh, the pretty lady, Ooh. set her aside. Let's bring up that Dream Chaser song. And this is uh, Dream Chaser by Sean Ely. I'm going to play it uninterrupted so you all can hear it. In a strange how fast time flies by Oh, that's what they say Sit back and talk good old times and how we're seeing our yesterday. And there's a one afraid of living, never let it begin. We're too busy, or we wonder about how it will end.
And so now, since we played Sean Ely's song, we're going to do a coin of fate for Blues Traveler, since I keep dropping a fucking coin. Yeah, and, you know, during the interview, he said that he got to meet him, such cool guys. Um, he got a harmonica from him. Yeah, and, I mean, they are 90s. They're not one-hit wonders, but... In honor in of honor Sean Ely. Definitely. Um, so... So we'll do... Let's pull it up on, the, on YouTube here. We got Hook... And, and run around. So hook will be heads. Okay. And then run around be tails. So we'll let the floor catch the coin. Yep. So it's unbiased. There we'll go. Coin of fate. Here we go. And that is tails. Tails for run around, I believe. All right. <laughs> hopefully we remembered what we just said. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> that would be terrible be if we did don't, it backwards. Don't, don't yell at us if uh, we did it ask backwards. Y- yell at Matt. He couldn't remember. I was <laughs> testing him. Yeah, but you got the memory of a chicken, so. Very true. <laughs> so here but- we go with a runaround. Oh, why did it jump? Well, we're going we're gonna to skip that. Here we go with Blues Traveler runaround. Um, so, <clears throat> so in honor, Sean Healy. E- sorry. I'm, damn it. Sean Ely. I'm sorry. So we'll have a shot of. Oh, yeah. Let's do a, a shot. 
for you know, for you Sean Ely and, and the Blue Traveler, and that's uh, Jim Bean Honey Bourbon Whiskey. And the song came out in actually in 1994. So it fits in our category, just not a one-hit wonder. Non-hit wonder, yes. Here we go with Runaround.
All right, so now we can get back into our one-hit wonders of the 90s. Part two. Part two. <laughs> oh, man. I'm man, so, what I'm, a way to kick off an episode. Man, we're saving the rest of your emails to the end of the episode, so until you cut a one-hit wonder of the 90s, we're not going to put you at the front. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hopefully and, the phone call turned out really well. I noticed that that sometimes the signal was cutting out a little bit, yeah. but for the most part, we got a pretty damn good interview. I, yeah. I loved it. I I, I want to hear so much more. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I would love to do a whole episode and you know just interview him. And uh, you know, there were some questions I wanted to ask him, but then I was like, maybe it should hold off until we until we do the do, full. Ep- like, I wanted to ask so much more too. Then we could just you know just go balls out and just. Hey, you know, like your influences. What were you listening to as a kid that wanted to get you into the music? Yeah, uh, influences. Why you want to uh, do the airbrushing? You know, just get a whole backstory, and then and plus, you know, play his music and meaning behind the songs, and you know, that's gonna yeah, be definitely, definitely uh, uh, a, an episode to look forward to because you know I really enjoyed uh, you know actually interviewing him. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we can do uh, a full episode with him after Black Friday because I know we're going to take towards the end of the year we're going to take the holidays off. Yeah, and that'll be the end of our season. Uh, towards, but that way, um, that way, what uh, November? Maybe, yeah, maybe? right, right. Maybe a week or so before Thanksgiving. I think we're going to stop the season. Yeah, because uh, and it, we might pop in to say you know Merry Christmas, you know Happy New Year, things yeah, like that. Thanksgiving, yeah. But what I'm saying is I'm hoping it happens uh, after the end of the year because that way when Black Friday comes I can get our new setup on a deal. That way we can afford to invest more into the show and have a proper setup when we do that full episode so we, he, he sounds better. The credit to him goes fully on good quality audio and, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, it's... We, we, it makes production easier to do the show when, when we have yeah. good equipment and I stuff mean, like that. I mean, so. doing that, you know, f- over phone call, it definitely sound better than episode one. Yeah, that's when I when I got that, that email from Timmy, and I started researching it and found this guy, and he actually called back, and we're getting set up. I started realizing that I have no way of getting him on the air by just holding the speaker, like, how am I going to hold it for, what if we talk for an hour yeah. and I got to hold the phone next to the microphone and then it's harder for him to hear you. So I panicked. I called my brother. I said, dude, I'm so pumped, but I can't think straight. Help me. And he found a way for me to get this phone call so we could both have microphones and headphones and talk to him. Right. And so the only <clears throat> thing we were holding back was in signal quality, but for the most part, it came out good. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, it came out great. 